Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 67 of Ask Pat. If you have questions about online business, I will help you answer those questions. Super stoked to hear. Now, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. I use FreshBooks, and it makes everything easy. If you don't know what FreshBooks is, you're missing out because it's the best cloud accounting financial software that you can use to help keep track of everything related to what's going on with money in your business from what's going in to what's going out. You can create invoices on the spot, nice looking invoices for your clients. And um, gosh, I just only wish I got started with it sooner. You can go and get it for 30 days for free. If you go to getfreshbooks.com and then head on over to the referral section or whenever you check out, um, put in Ask Pat and uh, you get that 30 days for free. So thank you again to FreshBooks for being a great friend of the show. Now, speaking of ads, which that was, of course, one of them, uh, let's head on over to Carlos's question and see what he has to say about ads and incorporating them on your site. Hey, Pat, this is Carlos Reyes, and I've got a blog over at millennialleader.org. If I remember correctly, you started off with some AdSense on your site to generate a little revenue. I'd kind of like to do the same thing, but I'm really not sure how to do it in a tasteful, good way. I don't want it dominating my site, and I'd love your advice on the subject. Thanks. Carlos, thank you so much for the question. And this is a very important question because a lot of people, when they start to do business online or they create a blog and they see other people making money from it, they see other people using ads, they immediately just dump ads on their site, and it just ruins everything, I guess you could say, because they aren't approaching it in a very smart way. So I'm really appreciative that you asked this question for yourself and for everybody else. Hopefully after this, you'll be able to understand how to best incorporate ads on your site. So they are tasteful. And I think that's a great word. You want them to be tasteful. And what does that mean? Well, a number of things. First, you want the ads to be relevant and actually useful to your audience. That's one of the things that I like when, uh, you know, when I, that I like to tell people when approaching ads, you want the ads to be actually useful for your audience, almost as if like it's a resource that you're sharing with your audience that will help them. That's, for instance, why I share FreshBooks at the top. Uh, getfreshbooks.com uh, is just something I'm happy to share because I know if people use that, they will get, they'll benefit from it. And a lot of people have since picked that up and have thanked me for that. You want your ads, you want people to thank you for the ads on your site. Think about it that way. And that's that's the best case scenario, of course. If, when you can hook up with a company that you know is going to provide value for your audience, it's a win for everybody. It helps your audience out. It helps you out because you're making money and it helps the relationship that you have with that company you're promoting as well. So the ads should always be relevant. Um, and of course, if they're not relevant, they're not going to get clicked on. It's just only going to dilute the other messages on your site and the main purpose of what you're trying to do on your site. Now, secondly... As far as placement, it's tasteful when they are integrated nicely on the site, and it's distasteful when they just get in the way. And you have to really think about what the ads are doing. The ads are actually taking attention away from your site, from the content that you've spent time writing. It's actually taking people's eyes away, and these ads are typically written or have illustrations that are meant to capture people's attention and refocus the attention on those ads and then hopefully get those people to go to those companies whose ads they're for. 
that's a very important thing to think about because what is the primary purpose that you want on your site? Like it's, and this is the hard part, like, right? You want these ads on your site to be clicked on because that's going to help you make more money, especially for pay-per-click type advertising, like on AdSense. And I'm going to talk about AdSense specific strategies for you in just a second, Carlos. But we want these ads to be clicked, but we also want people to stick around on our own site. When people click on these ads, oftentimes they go into another wormhole away from your site and they forget about your site or they don't come back. Now, that's the tough part when it comes to ads. And there are different ways to incorporate ads um, to make sure that it is part of the discussion. And I think that's the best way to think about it. You want to think of the ads as a part of a discussion. Now, for my site at securityguardtraininghq.com, which makes about $3,000 a month specifically off of AdSense ads, the discussion I'm having with my audience there is, hey, I have a site that can help you become a security guard. I can help get you connected with security guard training companies around you, and AdSense happens to do that for me. So my conversation is, I want to do this as fast as possible for you. If these ads happen to show these resources for you, um, and AdSense will automatically generate ads based on location, based on the content that's on your site, um, it's a win for everybody. So on that site, my conversation is, hey, I'm here to help. If you find something that's helpful, click on it. And if, if that helps you, great. And you don't have to come back. Now, there's other sites like smartpassiveincome.com where I want to have a conversation like, hey, welcome to the site. This is what I can provide for you. This is some of my content. This is some stuff that will be helpful. And in that conversation, I'm building trust. And then at the end of that conversation or within, I will say, hey, here's this helpful resource that helped me do this. Or here's an ad for this, which is something I used. Um, you know, That's the conversation I want to have. Now, there are some cases like with this podcast where I'm required to say the sponsor at the top of the show, and that's you know per the agreement of the, the advertisement agreement. Um, but you know, I think that's okay because people understand that sponsors are required for the show in order for the show to happen. I think that's another important thing. That's my third point. You want to make sure your audience knows why they're there. Um, and also get direct feedback for them as well. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people about sponsorships here on this show and on my other shows, and it's all been positive. And I think people have an understanding that this show would not happen. It literally would not be here if it wasn't for the sponsors because the sponsors are helping to pay for my lovely assistant, Mindy, to put everything together um, for me. And she's not she's not cheap, but she's not cheap because she does an awesome job, and she's amazing. So, Mindy, I know you're editing this right now. You're awesome. Um, but we're both very thankful for these sponsors to come on board, and it's a win for everybody again because I'm able to create this show. I'm able to pay Mindy, and the show is able to get some leads, targeted leads, because they're coming from a relevant audience, which is mine. But I'm also providing value to my audience at the same time. So those three things are really important. One, the ads should be relevant. Two, they shouldn't get in the way. They should just flow with the conversation or the goals that you want for your audience um, and you want to try and put yourself in the shoes of those in your audience as well so go to your site and ask yourself am i being distracted can i find my way around are these ads just distasteful or are they not and then thirdly you want to make sure people realize why they're there um, that's why on smartpassiveincome.com a lot of people actually look for my affiliate links because they know that that's how they are able to support me and and uh, pay me back for the, again, the information that I've given them up front. Now, when it comes to AdSense specifically, there's just a couple tips I want to give uh, to you. One, you want the the ads to actually blend in as far as the colors are concerned. Um, I use text-only ads, meaning there's like a link and then a little description underneath and then a little tiny 
um, smaller font which shows the URL, those ads do really well. And I always match the color of the title of the ad or the, the part that gets clicked on, the link part. I match that color to the links that are on my site as well. So there's you know continuity there. I used to, and I used to test this, I used to just do big, bold red letters and big orange letters that you know on a blue site you know that 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 just stood out and those never performed as well you want them to almost blend in and you know still be there as a resource for people but also be a part of the site not something that just sticks out like a sore eye because when it sticks out like a sore eye i mean i think we're so used to seeing those on sites now that we just kind of block them out now lastly as far as size is concerned the the best one i mean i i recommend you go to securityguardtraininghq.com if you can i've optimized that site for the perfect placement and um, you know color scheme for for that particular site in terms of color scheme but as far as placement you know the upper right hand of new blog posts work really well there's also the link text ads which you can see at the top in a very sort of thin uh horizontal um you know row of links that works out really well too and test that's that's the big thing you want to do is you want to test and you don't have to start out very big you don't have to just plaster ads all over your site what I would recommend is put one in the sidebar, a box, maybe 250 by 250 will work, or find your most popular posts and just try some AdSense ads there. You can try the rectangular, the bigger rectangular boxes. Those are the ones that work really well too. Um, so I hope that helps you, Carlos. There's some some information about how to keep your ads tasteful. With AdSense, You know, as long as you're writing good content, since AdSense will automatically pull those ads for you, you can't really choose specifically who is advertising on your site with AdSense and that's that's the tricky part with it uh, because I actually had AdSense on Smart Passive Income before and the ads were for get rich quick stuff which is I'm totally against all that stuff um, so that's not the kind of ads I want to show so when you have ads on your site with AdSense it pulls out information from the content that's on that page and it finds ads that are relevant to that content if you find that those ads over time, and you want to give it a few hours because sometimes it takes a while for the systems and the algorithms to work. Um, after a half a day, perhaps, check those ads, see if they're in alignment with your message and the content that's on that page. If not, then you'll probably see that you're not going to get a high click-through rate and it's not going to work out very well. But if they are perfect, um, like they typically are on securityguardtraininghq.com, and I'm very lucky that there are a lot of advertisers paying for ad spots for keywords related to my industry there, um, you'll see it does really well. So again, test, check out, and make sure it's relevant. Um, make sure it blends into the site nicely and it doesn't get in the way or it's distracting. And uh, just you know, let your audience know why they're there. Sometimes people will want to support you. Um, obviously, you don't want to tell people with AdSense. It's against terms and conditions to tell people to click on those ads. But you can say, hey, this, you know, I have ads on this site to help support the site, um, and that's it. So. Carlos, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for your question. If any of you out there have a question you'd like answered here on the show, head on over to askpat.com. And remember, our sponsor to today's episode is FreshBooks, something that is a win for everybody, I feel, which is why I have them on here. It's a win for me because I get paid to have them come on as a sponsor, but it's a win for them because you are the perfect target audience for this. And it's a win for you because it's the best accounting software you could use to help you keep track of finances in your business. Um, you could try it for 30 days free. If you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the checkout section, again, getfreshbooks.com and then Ask Pat, um, you know, you could track your time with it. You can capture expenses and get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks. It's awesome. And lastly, as always, I'm going to end with a quote of the day. And today's quote comes from Sir 
Thomas Watson. And he says, to be successful, you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart. So you really have to have to have a true passion for, for what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I think in, in terms of ads, that helps. In terms of providing value, that, that obviously helps. Um, you know, you want to love what you do too and you want to have fun with it. So I hope you are having fun with it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Pat and I will see you in the next one. Have a good one. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.